0: Hey man, thank y'all for listening, those of you who are listening. This is our second Disciple Me Now podcast.
1: Second episode. My
0: name's Jackson Sandifer. Nathan Ritchie. And then the one behind the screen doing all the magic, I always call him a wizard, is Jaime Sanchez. So us three, we have created the Disciple Me Now podcast. We are just super excited. What it's for and what it's about is trying to help leaders, pastors, whoever, effectively carry out the commission that Jesus left us of making disciples of all Nations. Yeah. And um, so we're really excited about this episode. What is this episode about? Yeah,
1: we are talking about mindset shifts. So, necessary shifts that you need to have of changing your mindset for discipleship.
0: Ooh, yes. I remember. Th- can I tell a story? Yeah, go for it. Are you sure? No, yeah, no, go for it. <laughs> All right. So I love it. I remember one, or not one time, but like um, the moment that there was something that totally s- shifted and, and, and switched in my mind. And it was a total mindset when I was a l- kid okay. and, um, you know, I was a kid, didn't really know anything like that. Uh, so
1: l- little baby Jackson elementary school.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, six, seven, eight. And I realized something that I realized that any time that, um, like I couldn't, Find my parents that I couldn't, you know, that whatever. Like that at like at the store. What are you talking about? No, like like at the at the house. Okay, okay and okay. uh, I knock on the door because I wanted to make sure that they were still there, and okay. the door would be locked, and they would say, "We're cuddling." we would say, oh yeah okay. Right? So as a kid, I'm like I I don't even know you know I'm like okay like y'all y'all cuddle a lot or whatever. Oh gosh, and let, me, let me hit you with this. Boom, hey. there we go. So you cuddle a lot, and um, so I didn't think anything of it. Well, when I was like 19 or 20 years old, so years oh, later. Oh, years later. Years later. Like, I never even realized. I'm driving, and all of a sudden, it hit me. Light bulb moment. Mindset shift. <gasps> I know what cuddling meant the entire time I was a kid.
1: So you're never looking at cuddling the same.
0: I've never thought of cuddling the same, the word cuddling, the same way again, okay? I'm being dead serious. It's like
1: one of those moments that's like, you realize everything in my life is a lie.
0: Everything. Like, I've been <laughs> being lied to, I've been being deceived. At,
1: at least everything about this one word.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, 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 almost felt nasty. Almost, oh, I was gosh. like, anyway, so... You know, I think that's what we're the goal. Is, not that's it, the feeling that you that that we
1: want to elicit in you is the complete reversal of you know. I'm thinking one thing, and suddenly the the light switch flips. Now it has a new meaning. New meaning
0: for the word discipleship. For the word discipleship. When we think not disi- for the word cuddling. No, <laughs> and now I've probably ruined that word for some people. <laughs> Ooh. But. Uh, don't let it ruin that word, you know, if you're listening for you. but um,
1: We're going to do our best not to ruin the word discipleship. We're going to do our best better. to renew because discipleship I, for you. I
0: really do think that when people think of discipleship, they have some mindsets already about it. Yeah. Maybe they know what they are. Maybe they don't. And we kind of have come up with just a list, and obviously... This is not an all-inclusive list. There are other mindsets that people have. But we tried to narrow down to six, I think, of mindsets that we believe, man, people struggle with the most when they think about discipleship. And some people might not even realize that this is what they're feeling or Mm. what they're thinking when it comes to discipleship. So we kind of just want to do our best of switching those mindsets yeah And um, so we're going to start. What's the first one? Yeah,
1: the, the first one that I have is what I think is actually a really common one mm-hmm. across the whole board, um, lay people and pastors. For everybody, there's lots of people that have the feeling, I've never been discipled before. Yes. And that often leads them to feel like, I've never been discipled by anyone, so I can't disciple people myself.
0: Like, yeah, like I'm disqualified, yep. I don't know what to do, all of that so, no, so true, so true. Yeah, so I think that's
1: if you're feeling like that, like maybe that's a feeling or a thought that you have that you've never been discipled, I'm going to give you a couple questions.
0: Give them to me, give to, them to me.
1: To think about and to process. If
0: I am feeling like that, like I've never been discipled, so how am I going to disciple yeah. somebody? Here's give the first thought.
1: Have you ever consistently been going to a church where you've been maybe listening to the same pastor preach week after week? Yes, so you've been sitting under uh, a pastor's teaching. Yes. Okay. What well, Have you ever been maybe consistently attending a small group? I have. Okay. I have before. So there's probably a leader of that small group. Mm-hmm. There's probably also other Christians attending that small group regu- regularly like you are. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, hopefully. Then it'd be just, just a single
1: group. Oh, that'd be kind of <laughs> weird. I mean, that, that's discipleship right
0: there. <laughs> Uh, There you go, one-on-one. Okay,
1: here. what what about, have you ever just, like, talked to other people about your faith or their faith?
0: Yeah, 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 like, had spiritual conversations. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, have you ever
1: maybe asked other people for advice? Mm
0: Mm-hmm, for sure.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Have you
0: ever... uh, Especially within the church. Yes, especially within the church. Okay, have you ever
1: maybe asked people to, or asked a specific person to be praying for you? Mm Mm-hmm. And have I they have, have yeah. they responded and been praying for you? Yeah, they yeah. didn't reject me. Okay. <laughs> so if you think about all those people, you basically have a list of people right there yeah. who you've been learning from, Come on. who have been pouring into your life, who you've been interacting with, and who you have, have had life-on-life life encounters with watching their faith in action, and they're watching and participating with you in your faith in action.
0: Yeah, man. I think that that's... If we can understand that, that like discipleship's not just somebody coming up to you saying, hey... I am discipling you now.
1: You don't have to sign a formal agreement saying we're entering into a discipleship partnership. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: But if we can start changing our mindset of, no, there have been people that prayed for me. There have been people that have been uh, sharing truth with me. There have been people that have been asking about my life and how I'm doing. There have been people in my life that have done those things. We can say, man, I have been Discipled.
1: Yeah, so the way that you shift your mindset right now is start thinking about and recognizing the people who have been in your life. Mm. The people who have been teaching you things and helping you follow Jesus yeah, 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 and realize that maybe they have been discipling you even though there hasn't been a, a formal discussion about it.
0: So the mindset change would be...
1: Yeah, so let's go shift from I have never been discipled myself to, I have been shaped and formed by others.
0: Come on. So yeah. I have something to give. Yes. So that's the very first one. We're going to go to the second one that I think is a very common thought, even if nobody says it, it's, I don't know the Bible enough. Okay. So I there's no possible way that I can disciple someone Yeah. because I it, barely know the Bible. It's a big book, right? It's a big book, uh, a little bit of a daunting one, and I think that, well, I don't know it, so how am I going to teach people it? Or how am I going to do that to other people? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, if you're saying that, I think that's a common thought. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a real place to be. Like, man, I just, I don't know. How am I going to do this?
1: But Yeah, I feel like for a long time, I had the fear that, oh, I haven't read the whole Bible. There might be something I haven't read that I'm completely missing And maybe I'll say the wrong thing because I've never read it before.
0: Or have a question that's asked that I don't know the answer to. But here's the cool part here's the cool part is the fact that you're thinking and saying that Hmm. is you just recognizing, okay, maybe I do need to be more familiar with scriptures. Okay. And I think the opportunity, shifting the mindset is having a, a different way of thinking of like, okay, maybe I don't know a whole lot about the Bible right now. Yeah, but as I'm discipling someone, man, I can start with what I do know.
1: Hmm, okay. okay,
0: I can start with what I do know, and then my biblical knowledge and understanding and revelation can grow as I disciple that person.
1: Hmm, okay,
0: and I think that that is, um, you know, we 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 think about what we don't know. But I want to encourage our leaders, any other leaders that are listening to this, like start with what you do know. Yeah. Start with a Bible story you do know. Start with, you know, a principle that you do know. But as you're discipling, like learn it with them. Use it Mm. as an opportunity to grow and to have greater understanding um, of the Word of God. Because man, there is somebody looking to you. So this is an excuse of saying, "Oh well, I just won't learn it." But it's an opportunity to say, "Man, I get to now because I'm pouring into somebody else."
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So what's the what's the mindset shift I should have in that case?
0: I think the mindset is going from I don't know the Bible enough to man. Even though I don't, I will. This is the mindset. I will start with what I do know, and I'm going to let that grow inside my heart, grow inside my life.
1: Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here's a third one. The mindset of this is not my job. Mm. Or let, let, me, let me get more specific. The mindset of I'm not a pastor, I'm not a missionary. So I just go to church. I go to church and they feed me, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of people that have that mindset. For sure. Now, when I was studying the Bible in college, I got wrecked by this verse. So this is in Ephesians chapter 4. If I jump straight down to chapter 4 verse 11, it says that Jesus gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers, right? All Mm -hmm. all these pastors. So all the paid people. All the paid people. All the
0: people that like are on stage and get paid, everything. What do they do? They're supposed to disciple He gave
1: them to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ. Hmm. And I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, Sounds wait." Sounds like discipleship to me. In that moment, that I was reading it for the first time, I was like, "Wait, wait, wait." I thought the pastors, all the paid people, yeah. I thought they do the work of ministry.
0: Mhm. Cuz yeah.
1: Right mm-hmm. here it says, "They equip the saints for the work of ministry." Convicting. So
0: convicting. All
1: the other people in church are the ones that are doing the ministry. Yeah,
0: those are the saints. All They're the, the saints. The congregation members, the, the body of Christ, right? Like, if you
1: know Jesus, you are a saint of God.
0: Come on.
1: And you are being equipped by your pastor for you to do the work of ministry.
0: <sighs> Blew my mind. To build up the body of Christ, which sounds like discipleship.
1: Hey, let's go. So I okay, think, I think that
0: is huge. What's the mindset here's the mindset for people? If you're
1: telling yourself, I'm not a pastor or I'm not a leader— Shift your mindset to, I am a partner with God in his work.
0: Mm. I think I just want to uh, I just reiterate, like, we talked about it a little bit last week, but like a partner with God. Yeah. That's cooler than just being a pastor. Mm-hmm. That's cooler. Like, we all are that, but like, if we can wrap our mind around... I'm a partner with God to do his work, to do his mission, all of those things.
1: Let's go. Like,
0: oh my gosh, how cool is that? Like, I don't have to be a pastor to partner with God. I yeah. don't have to be a board member to partner with God. I don't have to be paid on staff. And you're you're not paid right now. right?
1: Yeah, no. I mean, never, you're paid never been by paid. like a job, but not, uh, yeah. not by the church. Paid by, paid by another job. Yeah, but right. Never been paid by the church. Yeah, But
0: you have partnered with God. And you are a disciple maker, and I think everybody else would see you as a disciple maker. Yeah, and, and it's a it's a mindset though that you have chosen to take, and I think that if we can do that, that is powerful, and it will totally change the total paradigm. Yeah, for sure. Okay,
1: give it, Give me number four. Okay,
0: the number four. This one is said a whole whole lot. It is this. I am either too busy. Or I do not have enough time. I, the,
1: I hear that all the time.
0: I hear it all the time. And look, I've, I believe that some people really are busy. Some people, maybe they're in a season of being more busy. Like right now, I'm in a season of being more busy. Like m- busier than I have in a long time. But I think, though, that um, we sell ourselves short when we allow that thinking or that mindset to um, keep us from partnering with God and making disciples. And I think that just some practical things that we can do is first, let's assess our priorities. Mm -hmm. So there's certain things that you're not going to be able to give up, like a job, like you need to work, or if you're in school, you know, you can't just not go to class or you shouldn't not go to class, right? Like you should go. There's certain things like that, but assessing those priorities, this is very practical, but like how much time are you spending on the game how much time are you spending just you know uh doing sports how much time are you spending just like scrolling through your phone on instagram so like just priorities but at that moment like even if your life is filled with good things or even necessary things
1: okay so my life is filled i'm super busy mhm and all of the stuff i do Is really high priority. It's really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, it's high priority. Like, I can't get out of it. Then what should I do? What's my mindset?
0: I think that we have to change our mindset of how can I integrate the command that Jesus has given to me, Jesus' commands, into my life. Because just because we're busy doesn't mean we just get to, like, throw his commands out the yeah, window, yeah, yeah. right? That's true. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I get that. I understand that. I'm busy. You're busy. Like, people people get busy. And that's not a knock on people, but it, we want to help change the mindset of how do I not, oh, I'm busy so I can't, but how do I incorporate this command that I want to obey, that I want to follow like followed because he that's what he told us to do. How do I incorporate that into my life? And I think that this is kind of the shift: is we have to stop um, making dis- like making disciples. I'm doing quotation points if you're listening on like Apple or Spotify or anything, okay. but like the quotation marks making disciples an extra thing on my schedule. Hmm. So um we have to stop thinking like, man, how do I fit? discipling Nathan into my schedule. Yeah. But we have to start thinking, how can I bring Nathan along with me in the schedule I already have? Okay. So, you know, just a couple of examples, like we eat, like that's a natural thing we have to do. Yeah. So who can you go eat with, or who can you, you know, bring with you as you eat?
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. So I guess the normal person, normal person eats three meals a day. Mm hmm seven days a week. That's like 21 meals a week. Yeah. A normal person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're hanging out with me, we might be closer 35. to like thir- yeah, 30, <laughs> 35 meals a week. I guess that is a lot of opportunity.
0: Yeah. And it's like, and, and I'm just, this is, I, I, we're trying to make this a very practical point, but like, okay, man, I have to go grocery shopping. Okay. Can you bring somebody with you hey, just okay. as you push the cart? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, to, and you're talking with them as you're driving places. My youth pastor did this to me all the time. He would just call me and say, "Hey, I'm going to this place. Come with me." And it was, it was the he was already going there. Yeah. Therefore, but he wasn't trying to fit me in. He was bringing me along. So I think discipleship happens in normal life events that are already part of my schedule, mm. and that's something that we're trying to hit within our context very, very strongly of like this. Um, the discipleship process that we're going through at Crossroads and Encounter, our context, and it might be different for other people that are listening, but it's this. Bring them along with you because that's where discipleship happens. So this is the mindset shift. We can't think, how do I fit them in? But I will bring them along. Okay, so So be telling yourself that. Yeah, Nice. be telling yourself, I will bring them along, not just try to fit them in.
1: Cool, okay, here's number five. Discipleship mindset that you may be having. Is I can't connect with my disciple.
0: That's real though. Yeah, like there's some students that are that that can be hard to connect with. Or let's that, say
1: you're like a like you're like a jock and you're trying to connect with an with a student who's more of like an artist. Yeah, you know, that, that like that can be hard. Or they're they're into playing playing instruments. I am probably the least musically talented person mm. that any of you know. So I give, if,
0: I'm a close second.
1: Okay. <laughs> so when I'm when I'm trying to disciple people and mentor people that. Really love music. Sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of the songs they're talking about, and if they want to go what to the scale is, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> people people joke about like me tra- me trying to sing, and I just can't do it at all. But then when <laughs> when students like want to do the worship team and stuff, like there's no way I can participate in that. So I hear <laughs> you when you're saying. I can't connect with my disciple Mm -hmm. we don't have anything in common so here's my my two tips to what to do if you're in that situation whatever type of disciple that you have first ask yourself the question um, what do we have in common yeah so try to find something even if it's really small try to find something that you do have in common
0: yeah, commonality. Huge. Yeah. Like look for that and be intentional. Like it could be something small. Like you both love McDonald's Big Macs. But <laughs> So like, let's you, go get a McDonald's. You, let's Big go Mac. get a Big Mac together, right? Yeah. Like yeah. This, it's I think we are, like it might not be an overarching like commonality, like, hey, you play the guitar, I play the guitar. Mm. But it's like, yo, we both love McDonald's better than in and out. You, it, yeah. or, or vice versa. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Nathan likes In-N-Out better than McDonald's. But oh, wait, like, wait. That's not even a question. <laughs> okay, we're not going to get into this In-N-Out. right now. But, uh, but you get what I'm saying. It's like, bro, let's go get In-N-Out together then. Yeah. You find that commonality. That's so good.
1: Okay, that's the first, that first thought. The second thought, even if that doesn't work, here's what you do. Find what they like and talk to them about that and do that with them. So even them, even if again. it's not something that that you like, find out what they like and do that with them. Talk about that with them. Let's say they really like um, the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. You know nothing about the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's okay. Ask them about the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, did they did they play last week? And your disciples are gonna be like, Yeah, of course they play every Sunday. And you're like, Oh, how'd they do? You tell me, but tell me about that. How'd they do? And your disciples are gonna be like, Oh yeah, Dak Prescott did amazing. He threw. 16 touchdowns wow. and you're not going to have that's any incredible. idea if that's great or if that's really bad, but just be like, yeah, that's, Oh, that's really cool. Who else was doing good? And yeah. just continue that conversation and let them carry it because they're excited about that.
0: So true. You're just trying to find common threads like mm-hmm. the entire time and trying to play that.
1: Yeah. When I, when I was, um, in high school or when I was in college, but I was mentoring some students in high school, they really liked playing Halo. Now, I was not good at Halo, but if I said, hey, let's go play Halo every week, they were down for that. Mm-hmm. Now, what ended up that happening- easy, right? Yeah. What ended up happening-
0: You got good at Halo. <laughs>
1: no, I wish. I would show up to their house and play with like these, these three high schoolers, and they would change the settings to where every time they killed me, they got better weapons. <laughs> And so it just got worse and worse and worse. The longer we played, I just kept getting demolished. But they loved it, right? And so it, it actually brought out some good yeah. conversations in that moment because it let their walls down. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay, so in I that moment, that. What's the mindset change? shift your mindset from, I can't connect with my disciple to, I love this person so much, I will learn to love something I don't even like. Yeah. Let me say that again. Yeah, please. It this was is, long,
0: but it was good.
1: This is the tweetable moment.
0: I will learn
1: to love something I don't even like because I love my disciple.
0: That's huge. And this is a thought, and then we'll go on. As you were starting this point, I even began to think, do Do you think that Jesus and his disciples had everything in common?
1: Ooh, probably no, not. I probably mean, not. You got Matthew, the task collector, and you got like...
0: Fisherman, you had like, so he had to have done somewhat of the same thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, so anyway, that's just what I thought of. I was like, man, what a powerful truth. Here's the last one. We're on the last one, right?
1: Yep, number six, last Here one.
0: Is the last one. And I think that this is pretty common, pretty common thought. I think people even say it a whole lot. Like whenever I've asked for volunteers before, I've heard I've heard this a lot. But I need to focus on myself. All okay. right. Yeah. Which is which that's fine. it could be a good thing. Could be a good thing. Could be a great thing. Like, hey, we need to grow. We need to move forward in our relationship with God. But I think you hit it last week on the podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go back and listen to that one. But we are fed, we are fulfilled when we give and serve others. Yeah, okay. I mean, we just are. I mean, it's scientifically proven as well, but also spiritually, it's biblical, all that. Like, giving freedom, hope, and life to others can do that counterintuitively to me, right? Like, caring for other people is actually the best way that I've had joy, that hmm. I can have peace, that I could have fulfillment in my life because I was watching them grow. I was seeing them get their breakthrough sometimes when I hadn't received mine. yeah, And that's a really hard place to sit. But are we willing to help somebody else get their breakthrough even if we haven't received ours yet? Yeah,
1: and that, that actually reminds me in the past like 20 years or so, there's been a lot of studies done where they have realized that people, when they give... Versus when they receive, Mm. there is a different amount. There's a different effect it has on the person, and it actually brings you more joy and fulfillment in your life when you're giving rather than receiving. Yeah, you would think it would be the opposite. You would think that you getting something and receiving things would make you really happy,
0: happy. fulfilled. Yeah,
1: but what all these studies have found is actually giving and serving other people has brought more happiness.
0: Yeah, so I want to just challenge whoever's listening to this. It's challenging for me like if I want peace, mm-hmm. can I go help somebody else get peace? Yeah. If I want a breakthrough, can I help disciple somebody to see their breakthrough come? You know, if I want joy, can I bring joy to somebody else? I just believe without a shadow of a doubt. It's a it's the principle of very basic but of sowing and reaping. Yeah. We need discipleship is sowing Into other people. And as we sow, I believe that God's going to take care of us and we're going to reap. Yeah. But we have to be willing and okay with that.
1: In that process of you giving to other people, you're trusting that God is going to take care of you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You that is like the full, I guess, feeling of I'm trusting you, Lord, Mm -hmm. to take care of me as I'm being obedient to your command and your commission and I go and take care of somebody else. Yeah, love it. Okay, Make what's disciples the, least of these. Here's the, the mindset the deci- change, yeah, okay? Mindset. Uh, a lot of people have the mindset of, man, I need to focus on myself, so I can't do that right now. But here's the mindset. When I help others grow, I grow. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-hmm. I think that's you. So if we can start thinking that, not, oh, I need to grow, or I need to take care of myself, but when I help others grow, I grow. Hey, that's awesome. That's huge. We have one more tip or tool, yeah total tool okay. that we want to talk about. Last week
1: we gave we you two discipleship tips. Yes. If you want those, go back to last week. Mm-hmm. But this week we're gonna throw a tool your way. Yeah. Now, this is something that, that we created together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the help of this book called Visual Theology. And it's huge. We we have basically noticed that there's a lot of students in our youth ministry that want their lives to change, but they don't know how to bring about that change. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing just to say, like, pray about it. God's going to fix you. And then you just leave students with that, and they don't really know where to go from there. Right. So we created this tool that we call the Life Change Survey. Life Survey. Yeah, yeah, Life Change Survey. And you can find it on our website. It is org slash change. We'll
0: also put it in the... Well, for YouTube, the show we'll notes. put it in the show notes and the and the description and everything. Yeah,
1: the moment you go to that site, there's going to be a big button that says, click here. You click that, and it's going to take you through a Google form that, mm-hmm. based on your answers to questions, it'll take you to uh, different other questions. Yeah. Okay? And eventually, by how you're answering the questions, you'll land at, like, a final ending place.
0: Of this is where you are right now.
1: Yeah, on your journey of... Changing whatever it is you want to change in your life here's where you're at yeah now there might be some things about like um, having a conviction for the thing that I want to change in my life it might be finding yourself at a place of longing for Jesus more or considering the place that that you're at and considering the things that lead you into these old life habits okay whatever it is if wherever you find yourself on at the end of that survey, the survey was going to lead you into some, some practical ways that you can, um,
0: grow, move forward. Yeah. All grow. Of those things
1: based on where you are at personally, there's going to give you some practical things for you to grow.
0: And I think just really quick, this is also an awesome tool as you're listening for you to take your student or your disciple through. Yes. Like, man, take it take the survey with them watch the videos with them read the scriptures with them pray the prayers with them do it with them and this is a great and amazing starting point for you to do with your disciples. Like we've already started it for you and through that relationship is gonna be built, growth is gonna happen and things are gonna move forward. Yeah, it it's, also
1: helps you learn about your disciple a lot too, what they're doing. Yeah, where they're at and yeah.
0: what they need from you specifically, so.
1: Yeah, so look look at that up uh, at counteryouth.org slash change. There's a link at the bo- top that says click here. If you scroll down, you can actually fast forward and see all the different steps in the life change process.
0: Yeah, so that's all we have today. Thank you so much to everybody that is listening. If you have enjoyed what you've been hearing, what you've been listening, the content that's been p- being put out, we are going to ask that you would subscribe to us. Hit the bell on YouTube so you get notifications because we are going to be coming out with a new podcast. every. We'll be releasing it every Sunday at 1 p.m. so you can listen to it on your way home from church. We're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be on Apple. We're going to be on Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. Yep. And YouTube. we'll be on YouTube. So please follow us, like us, share us, subscribe to us, hit that bell, and we will see you next Sunday at 1 p.m. Thanks, guys.